think I said something before that was funny. Yeah, let's Three, go. two, one. Kevin. What's up? How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm good. Are you enjoying that liquid death? Yeah, it's good. That is that the mango? Yeah, mango chainsaw. How is it? Do you want to give the people at home a review for Mango Chainsaw? It's pretty good. Liquid by Liquid Death. Pretty good. Not a sponsor, but a friend of the pod. Maybe we can. I mean, maybe. Yeah, we can I mean, we don't have from, to. We don't have to flex. We don't have to flex so hard like that. But um, it looks cool in your hand. I think that's one thing that's absolutely for sure here. Yeah, you this look is, cool. This is a great. This is a great package design. Yeah, I really like the gold can. I don't know if I can still get into my iAlex Center account, but if I could, I'd probably post this. Yeah, it looks dope. If uh, you still posted packages on the day, you should you should post this. I do post packages on the day. When packages on the day? When's the last time you posted packages on the day? It's been a long time. Two weeks. That's the whole point of packages on. You don't the even day. put them on the feed anymore. It's fair. You used, I, to, you used to put it on the, the feed. The whole gimmick is that it's not every day, Kevin. You used to put it on the feed, Alex. I did used to put it on the feed. I was more of an active Instagram user, and I think at this point in my life, I'm very busy running a, the world's greatest design company. And so, as, no sports, no fucking inst, no uh, feed posts. I mean, I've really cut down on the things that don't really um, matter as much. It's really center and content. Wow. And I just, you know, I just put those right into my veins. Kevin, speaking of liquid death and speaking of you looking like a badass, we have to talk about the fact that you went from a guy that had one tattoo. I don't want to talk about it. We have to talk about it. They're not even showing. No, we have to talk about it for just a quick second. Also, I had two. You had two. Can you talk about where the tattoos were before? You had a thigh and calf. You had a thigh. You had a pretty big thigh tattoo. You ventured into tattoos when? In the last year year ago? ago? Last year. So you had a tattoo on your on your thigh, like a pretty sizable one, and the one on your calf. Yeah. And Kevin walks into the studio today, this morning, Monday morning, and he has not one, but two tattoos on his arm. One on his, like, forearm, and then one on, I guess I would call that your bicep. Lower bicep. And they're, neither of them are small tattoos. One pretty much goes the entire width of his yeah, it's big. forearm, and one it's goes the entire, the entire thing, width. Yeah. Of of his uh, big body, I got twenty twos up here, and I gotta say, to go from n- no visible tattoos on a daily basis to two, you have a sleeve, you have no, an I arm. Sleeve a, I don't now. have a sleeve for the camera. Can you show the people at home? My sleeve won't fit. Go up my arm. Okay, Kevin has a sleeve. <laughs> I don't have a sleeve. Kevin went from no tattoos outside of like you know when when you wear shorts in the summertime, which I wear shorts a lot. So. No, I agree. But now you're a sleeve guy. I'm not a sleeve guy. You have two I'm tattoos. I'm probably on my way to a sleeve. You're on your, you went so far towards having a sleeve. I'm going to go hard. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I want to get into the psychology around sort of like having, like, it's one thing to get a big tattoo. Again, yeah. I'm, this is coming from someone who has no yeah. tattoos. Like you went from having no tattoos. You, <laughs> you had two, but you had none in like plain sight. Yeah. A year ago today, I didn't have any tattoos. Correct. And now you have, you're a tattoo guy. I guess, yeah. I have to. I have. I got some tattoos. They're, I mean, it's impressive. Fun. They look dope. I mean, yeah. they look great. What can you talk to me about? What they are? Uh, a tiger and a skull and a cowboy hat. Okay. And how did you come across those two things as the things that you want to have on your body for the rest of your life? I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. 
it's just amazing to me because I am such a guy, like I will overthink where I'm getting birria tacos from for mm-hmm. like a full hour. Yeah, like, I mean, I just let it rip. I don't really, I don't think it really matters. I'm just impressed by it. I'm not yeah. like criticizing it in any way. I'm like, this is, I'm amazed by how you could, like if I were to get a tattoo, which I have none, and I understand getting the first one is like, you know, once you get that out of the way, then you're like, yeah. more, you know, there's, there's, there's psychology. You just got to realize tattoos. it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I agree with you, but also just denialist, bro. I would, I, I mean, you just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. So might as well have some, might as well look cool. Yeah. I mean, you look undoubtedly cool. I mean, it, now that you're dr- like drinking liquid death and you have an arm sleeve, I know like, it's fucking, I just want to say that like your personal brand, right now it's growing. It has completely transformed overnight. Yeah. Like when we were starting the pod, you were like, we got to start filming. We got to start now. And I was like, I don't want to fuck with Kevin. <laughs> Because he's a, he's well, a he said we got to start now, like thirty minutes ago. No, I know, but like <laughs> when you started saying it, I was like, oh man, I don't want to fuck with him. Yeah, you now have like a, a more of a a, a, a you have power. I think. Yeah, you think telling so? people what to do. Cool, but also like, did it hurt? Yeah, duh. You had like significant tattoos from basically from your shoulder to your hand. No, not from my shoulder. Okay, from your top of your bicep. It only took it took like four hours. Like wasn't that, I'm actually impressed like by how fast yeah, they must have been working. World class fucking studio. And like, did you plan this ahead of time? I mean, I planned the first one. I planned the tiger. Okay, so you were like, I'm gonna get a tiger on the bicep. On um, my yeah, I was gonna get a tiger on the forearm, and then a tiger on the forearm. Yeah, and, and then, then you just were like, let's keep going. Let's well, go for more. I don't know. I mean, tax the tax returns coming back. You know, I <laughs> this is a, a financial decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I said I was like. You know, if you want, if he wants to do one more, I'll I'll do it. And uh, wow, because you, you get you get a good deal if you go you get do a twofer. Got it. Um, and so know. why not better better do it all in one shot than sort of do one and then come back for the other one? Yeah, I don't know. I figured might as well. And yeah, I mean, I'm just it's impressive, and it's just again, it's so different than how I am. Like if I were to get a tattoo, like not like I might, like I would a think about it and plan it and design it for for maybe months. Mm-hmm. Then I would maybe even like do a test run, like to like, <laughs> like put it on my body, like in some sort of like Sharpie or something, or, mm-hmm. you know, just to see how I felt with it to, you know, if I wanted to really make this lifelong decision. And then even then, like, I, I, I don't know if I could ever, I'm just built different, I guess. I mean, you just were, you just, just were like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, that's the thing is, I'm, I don't know. Like, yeah. That's kind of the whole philosophy. It's just, you know, just doesn't really it, matter. Just let it rip. Yeah, let it rip. No. I mean, it's incredible. But it also just severely highlights the differences between my anxiety <laughs> brain and like my Jewish neurosis and your having nothing to do with Judaism. <laughs> but just like the fact is that you are you and I are just we're built differently. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about it all that much. Which is unbelievable to me. Because yeah. I, I to be honest, I'm I'm jealous mostly that I, you know, can not i could i could never in a million years i can't even post an instagram like sometimes i see people post a photo on instagram like they'll take a photo and they'll take it like inside of the app and like they'll just be like photo in app post you know what's the caption boom and i'm like what like i'm i it takes days weeks you gotta start letting it rip i know i'm just not that type of guy i really want to be too much time wasted uh deliberating overthinking things yeah overthinking i i know and i'm just trying to uh, evolve and change and maybe be it you know again i'm just 
I'm not even close to a guy that would get a tattoo on a whim. Like not well, a, you're sitting close to one. I, I know, but I'm, I'm yeah. you know, it's just not me. It's impressive stuff, Kevin. It's and fucking I'm, expensive. I'm excited. I'm excited that you're, uh, you know, uh, we're here in the new studio. So that's another thing. Yeah. We have a new office. We uh, recorded our last podcast ever in the last office. Yeah. And uh, so I guess that post wasn't totally an April Fool's Day. I guess you're right. Technically, that was our last ever post. We could have put an asterisk. We're in the new studio, which um, I think if this is where we're going to record the pod, I think we want to maybe like. We'll figure it out. We're yeah. going to figure it out in time, but we have a, a new home. We probably need center. some uh, noise dampening. Yeah, we're, we're some, recording the pod we're with getting some other not people so at great. work. Well, we're, no, I mean, that doesn't really matter, but we got, <laughs> we're getting some, we got to get some noise dampening like uh, mm-hmm. for the little echo that's going on here. Yeah. Is there an echo going on? We're in a it's bigger a little, room. A little, we're, just, we're so fucking There's rich. a little reverb. Yeah, we're, 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 good, we're good. We're good. I will say one day, Kevin... Dream. This is the dream: is to Let's have like, a sick one, have a sick podcast studio, and it's like just a room in our office where we're just like that's where Kevin and Alex do the pod. Kevin, do you watch the Grammys last night? Fuck no. You know uh, to partake in no, you know, absolutely cultural not. events. Why would I watch it in a award show? To be honest, like I wish there was like anything to say. You missed this, but you didn't miss a single thing. Who won the Who won the award for best grandma um, at the Grammys? <laughs> is, that, is that a joke you've been working on? Uh yeah. Um, still don't know the soundboard. Uh, your boy Little Nas X uh, performed, yeah, and uh, lost all the awards that he was nominated for. But he looked fantastic. He lost all the awards. That's he nice. didn't win a single award. Did they fall out of his pocket? <laughs> Fuck, dude, you're crushing. It I know. Today. Yeah. Um. He he looked great. He looked. Uh. He had like a similar McQueen type look to like the Met Gala stuff. Like okay, it was, like very uh, sort of uh, good for him. I saw him and Jack Harlow uh, linking up in the crowd. I thought that was pretty cool. They per- Jack Harlow performed good. the industry baby with him. Great. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a power duo right there. I mean, I do like the combination. Yeah. I do think I'm, I'm, I'm Jack Harlow is really warming on me. I think every time I, uh, I see him uh, perform, yeah, he's, he's a swagged out just, white boy. Go to yeah, with the sauce. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I probably top tier swagged out white boy. Go to with the sauce. If we're at the honest. moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jack Harlow is cool. Yeah, and he's not a bad rapper. Yeah, he's good. He's I don't I have never listened to any of his music. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I'm I, sure you have. No, I mean, like, I've, he's, I've heard, he's in the pop. He's in the like pop culture. Like fucking, he, he gets. No, I hear his songs. I'm just saying, I've never been like, you know what? I'm gonna put on Jack Carlos' album right now. Yeah, he's That's really not, he's a he's a funny guy. No, I think he's a good celebrity. And I think we I share think a birthday. So shout out to him. No way. No, March thirteenth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's his birthday. Yeah, looking right there you now. Go. Yeah, I mean, similar from a similar part of the globe. He's mm-hmm. from Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I really one of the things I like about Jack Harlow is like I think I was first put. He was first put on my radar like four or five years ago when he was doing those like freestyles of, like sway and like doing mm-hmm. like, um, and he looked so different than what he looks like to now. Like now, oh yeah, like, he's got he, a major glow up. Yeah, he had like that weird kind of like his hair. Like he was clearly no one was he didn't have the right product in his hair yeah yeah and he had the glasses i mean he's probably like 16 he's pretty young no yeah i think yeah what, but when's it what what birth what year is he like 96 98 98 oh shit yeah so when he, he's been around for two for a minute too i know it's, some of his like high school mixtapes are pretty funny yeah it's just like even further like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just even further um yeah away from where he is now style wise oh yeah he looked crazy but he was always a good rapper i mean i think um money can make you look a lot better yeah i think that's what's happening here 
Uh, speaking of which, you had someone needs to come and get Madonna. Yeah, on, Madonna, on the rundown. Madonna's making some scary TikToks. Not in the fact of like acting in a scary way, but like her face looks scary. And yeah, I'm not sure if that's like okay to say, but I think that's just like you know years and years of plastic surgery just adding up, and yeah, she looks just fake, and it's I don't know. Yeah, I and- think she's having a. It seems like I heard she was having beef with Lady Gaga or something. Is that true? I don't know. Somebody posted that this morning. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Uh, I feel but, like she's but for real. Somebody needs to go get her because she is yeah. not doing so hot. I was on TikTok yesterday and I got fed a Madonna TikTok, mm-hmm. and it was it was her with the camera like really close to her face. Yeah, which apparently is something that she does. Yeah, and she has this kind of weird Madonna song in the background, and. I was like, whoa, Madonna's looking like, you know, a cat lady. Yeah. Which is kind of like what happens when you have too much plastic surgery. And it's funny because, like, I think I've seen some photos of her recently, especially like she was in that Kanye group party scene. Oh, yeah. And like from far away. Oh, yeah. Like the, it was she, like Kanye West, Madonna, Antonio Floyd, Brown, Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. Julia Fox. It was insane. But like she looked like very young. And this is probably something we shouldn't say on the pod, but like she looked like she didn't, she didn't look crazy. I thought, I thought, she yeah. looked, you know, she looked good. And then the only way that I think you would look really, really bad. I think sometimes like a lot of housewives have plastic surgery. Like I'm all for making modifications to your face as you get older or, or you feel, as you see fit. Like, yeah, sure. You. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Shit. But like, there is something particularly creepy about how close she had the camera to her face. Yeah. And with plastic surgery done, like in weird lighting, like really close with like eerie music, it was particularly, it was particularly like frightening. It seems like she's going through something. So yeah, well, we wish her shout the out to her. I hope she uh, gets yeah what she needs or something right? for sure. And and she had some. Uh, I think she had beef with Lady Gaga because it was like Born This Way, the famous Lady Gaga song, like was pretty similar in mm. sort of like a, you know, interpolation. I think that's what they call yeah, it. And yeah. They take a song and it's like, it's not the same song and it's not stealing, but it's like, it's inspired. And I think Born This Way was inspired by, you know, something Madonna. And it just was a little too close for comfort, I think. Express Yourself and Born This Way were like kind of like, mm. if you play them back to back, you'd be like, mm, I could see why she might be like a little bit you know, frustrated. So I don't know where that leads today. This is not a, you know, sort of entertainment uh, yeah. gossip podcast. Well, I didn't watch the Grammys. Yeah. And I don't really like award shows except for the Die Line Awards. Which is a great segue. Thank you, Kevin. You are the best in the business. That's why uh, you're here with me. Um, the Die Line Awards are coming uh, up in person and they're going to be happening at How Design Live. Oh, May yeah. 22nd to 24th is, made, is How Design Live. In Boston. In Boston. The actual award show itself, I believe, is happening on the 23rd. So you can't answer anymore. We gave you that information months ago. Yeah, if you slip me like $100, maybe I'll um, give you an award or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kevin will give you like a Off song. the record. Yeah. Um, and so the speakers are incredible. It's in Boston. It, we're back live. It's a three-day event. We're hosting that motherfucker. And so as part of that, the How Design Live Die Line Conference Dialing Conference is inside of How Design Live, and the highlight of the weekend, undoubtedly, will be the Dialing Awards ceremony. Yes. Because they have gotten Kevin and I 
to host the show. Yeah, it's going to be electric. Ooh, I had a good idea, actually. Did you see the pictures of Justin Bieber Yeah, yeah. Uh, last night at the awards? He was wearing that like big, it was, it was giant, fit, yeah. oversized suits. I feel like maybe you and I go that route. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Where we get. Because I was thinking we should dress up, right? We have to wear like matching yeah, we'll something. Have to, we'll figure it out. Or suits. I did think it might be particularly funny if we both got like huge oversized fits. That would be cool. Yeah. And like maybe, you know, I don't want to say like we're not jocking Bieber, but like, you know, on our like, uh, you know, 2008 like, yeah. NBA draft status. You know? I'm thinking 2003. 2003. What it was the year with LeBron and 2003. Okay, that's the year. Yeah, 2003. NBA well, we don't want to. We don't want to tip our hand. That's fair, but I think that might. Again, I'm open to other things. We could do the like Timothy Chalamet vibe, where we just go open chest, like full. Yeah, we could. That's a that's another brilliant idea. I think Kevin, you and I would we could pull that off really. We nicely. could wear spandex green screen suits. Oh yeah, like those things you can get on like Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Um, I've had this uh, take. I once said this to uh, Lita and Wade, who uh, famously used mm-hmm. to use a lot of suits in their uh, in their work, which I think is uh, phenomenal. I remember saying to him, "Like you guys look great in those suits. If I were put on one of those suits, uh, it's not going to be quite. It's not. Gonna, it's not going to be quite as artistic." Ah, but something about my body shape in a suit like that. Don't be body shaming yourself. I'm just saying. Like I think um, there's something really cool about a about a man in all spandex but if you if he um has a more uh rotund shape um, i would like the to way dis- that I i'll do. disagree with that i mean listen kevin these are all ideas i'm open to all of them but the thing that we'll is, figure it out here's the thing that you need to know uh not you kevin but the listeners it's it's you're not gonna want to miss that yeah no you're i mean just gonna, think about these yeah. ideas that are being thrown around yeah, get your boss to pay for it yeah I mean, use that company stipend or whatever you got to well yeah i mean listen if you've been working on a job for the past, you know, three or four years, right? Think about how much money they've been saving from. You haven't been flying, you haven't yeah. been traveling, you haven't been Make doing them anything, send and just be like, listen, like I'm, I'm feeling a little stuck creatively, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for a jump start. Yeah, exactly. And there's no better jump start than How Design Live, and I've officially signed up to do to be a speaker oh, as wow. well. So. I'm going to be giving a talk about at how at, at how or actually no at the Dylan conference. Mm-hmm. And so you come for the full weekend. There's amazing speakers. Kevin and I are hosting a war show. It will be unlike anything you've ever seen before. Yeah, I'll, I'll be chilling somewhere. And then Kevin will be chilling. And then, um, yeah, and then I'll be on stage probably saying something smart. Yeah. Looking cool and yeah, looking showing, cool, saying showing off things. like really cool work behind me on a screen. Oh yeah, I can guarantee that. Yeah, that's that's one thing yeah. Alex can guarantee. I can guarantee that I will be on a stage, showing design work, telling stories about said design work. Yeah, and 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 hopefully, inspiring and educating and entertaining the youth. Yeah, I'll be chilling, hanging out somewhere. Yeah, which sounds like way more fun. I mean, but, I'll maybe probably chilling, hanging out, listening to the insightful people speak. Hmm. Yeah. But, We'll see. Yeah, and I think how design live again. It's a great conference. And uh, now, do I get a tick like with we'll a, have to with work. us with us hosting it? Like we'll have we have to work. Through. Is that the only thing I'm allowed to go to, or like we'll work through that, Kevin? <laughs> off mic, you know, we'll figure out how this goes. You'll listen if you're riding with me, Kevin. Uh, only VIP. Everybody. Only VIP. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, if it's if if I can't confirm or I haven't spoken to anyone about this, cool. But I just assume that you know, yeah, listen, yeah. you're you're my plus one. 
Great, great. So uh, we'll make sure that uh, maybe you're my plus one. I mean, maybe, but something something about the way that this is structured it feels like it's not the case. But now that you're looking at me like that and you got the arm sleeve, I know underneath there, I'm like, I am I'm, whatever you want, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. Um, okay, so today's episode of the pod is brought to you by the Dialine, as always. So go check out the Dialine. Yeah, go there. And um, to be honest, we decided to do something special today. Today is April 4th. When you're listening to this, it's April 6th. And uh, that means it has only been uh, five days since April Fool's Day. And uh, while that may seem like decades ago, uh, we're here to talk about all the things that the brands, the brands. Yep, all of them. All the brands did for April Fool's Day because apparently, every time I say apparently, I think of that kid, the apparently, (laughs) that kid, the YouTube kid. um, I think of him too. Yeah, apparently. April Fool's Day has become a brand marketing moment. Yeah, for CPG companies, for really all. Yeah, companies, for literally, literally every company. And so it's got to be one of the worst days to be online as a content consumer. It is. It is a pretty horrific show. Um, but brands are not slowing down in any way, shape, or form. No, like, they're speeding up. They're, every, every year, it's going. It's getting crazier. Remember a couple of months ago, I was like, the Super Bowl is our Super Bowl for the show. Yeah. That like brands come out, commercials, entertaining, you mm-hmm. know, moment for people are caring about advertising yeah. where they don't care about it all year round. But Super Bowl, apparently that's the day that people care about it. Mm-hmm. I will say April Fool's Day is coming in and it's sort of, uh, I don't want to say it's eclipsing Super Bowl, but like. Probably per brand, like I would say like. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say per capita of like per. Yeah. But like the frequency of in which brands are posting about April Fool's Day is a bit off the chain. Yeah. I will also say it's gotten to a slightly more elevated level this year than I can recall in years past where like in the past, I think it would be like, hey, what are we going to do for April Fool's Day? Maybe you come up with something you know, a week before you throw together a Photoshop mock up of a product mm-hmm. and like you put it online and be like, Hey, we just launched this new thing, you know, and and no one believes it, and it's kind yeah. of it's fake. Some of these things look like they've been taking like yeah. months to develop and yeah. fucking iterate and do yeah. all that shit and manufacture and yeah. like actually creating products. And I think sometimes the results are actually interesting. Yeah, they're they're interesting and they're they're well done. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this on the program here about how brands are doing so many more outlandish, sort of more provocative, more newsworthy stuff just in general. Yeah, they just want an article. They just want to be featured on a, they on just, a podcast. Exactly. That's why this podcast exists. And so to even to one-up that kind of craziness that's typically happening in the world of branding and design and packaging, you kind of have to go crazy. You got to go even yeah, crazy. You got to go ham. I love the idea of like, this is a really bad SNL skit, but like an agency that just focuses it's it's basically Nathan for you. Essentially, right? Yeah. Like the idea of like a creative company that comes up with pranks. Like it's funny because like Liquid Death in a way is like it's kind of an April Fool's Day prank. Yeah, it's a prank. It's kind of just like a it's a parody product, but now it's a billion dollar business. Yeah, I drank this whole can and I'm not dead. So. Yeah, that's true. So it's a joke. The joke's on you, Kevin. Yeah. You just got got. It did murder my thirst, though. It did murder your thirst. So I think it's it's interesting. Like, the line between parody and real product is pretty blurry here in this moment. Like, a lot of these things, like, if they did this on April 3rd, I'd be like, cool. Interesting story. Interesting thing. But now they're like, 
they're just running out here with crazy ideas. Yes. And so luckily, our, the good folks over at the dial line have- um, They put a list together. They put a list together, so we don't even have to do any fucking work. Even though, Kevin, well, I, I will we, say- We did go above and beyond. We pulled some more. I thought- yes. I, I was seeing some more across the internet, because I'm, I'm, you know I'm tapped in. Yeah. And I was just seeing some, and I pulled some of the interesting ones. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, you, I feel like I'm pretty jaded at this point, the April Fool's Day. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you did I'm, spend an entire work day- gathering and scouring you to be funny to be honest like in the beginning of april fool's day you were like i'm anti april fool's day like you're like this yeah. is the worst day on the internet and then later in the day as the day went on your brain was slowly broken by yeah no by, for sure and like you started to really get excited about brands doing well i just wanted to i was trying to prank irl oh you're trying to prank people yeah i was trying to prank you did you prank me because i don't remember yeah, I got you. What I got you what, really good. What did what'd you do? Um, I told you. I said I told you I was going to quit. <laughs> I stormed out of the office and made a big scene. Oh yeah, that that totally happened. Did yeah. that happen? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. You were just hacking away on your computer. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't even notice. Well, Kevin, um, I would uh, you know, never let that happen. Um, you signed a a lifelong contract. I didn't sign shit. Yeah. Um, one of the things I liked from this Die Line article was that Rudy Sanchez, shout out to Rudy, um, not only does he round up all the great stuff that's happening in the world of brands and, and pranks, he also does a little bit of history lesson on the whole concept of April Fool's. Yeah, Did you can read you that? Take, can you take us back, Alex? So the April Fool's origins likely go back to the ancient Roman holiday honoring Siebel called Hilaria. During the vernal equinox, it was a joyous festival that included folks masquerading as other people. I mean, is there any wow. better prank than masquerading as another person? Yeah, it reminds me of when yeah. I when I take Zoom calls and impersonate you. Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much the same thing. So some people believe the tradition of playing pranks on April 1st stems from the switch to the Gregorian calendar as the Council of Trent decided in 1563. Before adopting the Gregorian calendar, many European nations celebrated the new year in April. Those who hadn't heard that year turned over on January 1st were teased and called fools, leading to the custom of tricking people on April 1st. Wow. Well, that is, uh, that's a little uh, history lesson there brought to you by Rudy Sanchez from the Die Line. So um, those guys, they don't. They, they don't miss anything. They don't, you can't get they, anything past They them. never miss and so they have rounded up some great things that are going on in the world of brands and the things that they're doing. We're not, we don't nearly have enough time to talk about all the things that are going on. I mean, if we go fast. If we go super, super fast, we can talk about some of them. And so we're just going to do that right now. Oh, Kevin, do you have a game? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to say, is it coolin' or is it foolin'? Damn, Kevin. How did you think of that? Brilliant. I don't know. Brilliant. Mind. It just came to me. Hit the, hit the soundboard. No. Okay. Boom. Bud Light Seltzer really, really retro pack. This is the first topic um, of, of, of the day. Um, essentially, Bud Light Seltzer has come out with a million flavors over the last, uh, last uh, two, three years here. Playing off the uh, recent uh, launch of their retro pack, which was, I guess, a 60s inspired kind of throwback sort it's of really hard to keep track of what they're cruising a hundred percent they're now going even further back to their regency era 
God knows what time. Who the, what the heck is that? Apparently that's the 1810s. Wow. And so the label has pastels and embellishments and uh, look, and they have flavor that look more elegant. Yeah. It has a very, it has a really sort of elevated, elegant Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there, Alex. This has got to be probably the worst April Fool's <laughs> one. That's why it's we like, started with it. It's really like, I mean- you know, I love Duncan on a yes. like a new flavor release or you yeah. know, pretty much anything that comes out of Bud mm-hmm. Light these days. But yeah. like just putting this out on April Fool's Day, like does nothing. Like it looks like it looks like it could be a real product and like there's no even there's no joke about it. Like it just like mm. it's like, haha, this isn't real. And it's like <laughs> we, we did a even more retro aesthetic. It's yeah. Like, cool thank you for doing that like what is the what is the edge here like what are you what's the what's the joke i don't get it i think the joke kevin is that they are teas so one is like a afternoon tea a courtship cocktail and a queen cake those are the flavors so they're like 1800s inspired flavors i mean this just seems like something they would actually do and i'm sure maybe they will do this agreed that it does feel adjacent like at this point bud light has done so many flavor like launches yeah and and collabs at this point that like nothing would surprise me i think that's actually part of what's interesting here is like now that we're in this new world where like brand partnerships and brand instagrams posting together right like none of this stuff feels like a prank it just feels like yeah. things that they could do but are not doing yeah haha uh not funny didn't laugh yeah this is fooling yeah that's fooling for you i mean to be honest like to me a lot of the the difference between whether I think something is like an effective idea or post is like, to me is like how realistic it looks to a certain extent. Like, yeah, but uh, like how well executed is the craft of this? Like, to be honest, like to your point, like this could be something they rolled out, but like the design of this is particularly bad. Well, yeah, but all, but like all the new flavor shit's been bad. I think this one could have been done a little bit better. Like, I think think it could have been done worse. I think this one could have been done worse or better. It's sort of like sitting in that weird spot where it's like, it's not really great and it's not really, really bad. It's just kind of like, we call that somewhere in the middle. We call that the unbrandy Valley. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I think this one just kind of, it it could look, I don't know. It, it, It could be, it should be designed either better or worse. It's, it's, it's bad. So I guess it's full moon, but right, um, so we'll move on. The next one is um, Heilman's, the, the mayonnaise brand, has a, um, the, we talked about them doing orange chocolate mayo a couple of months back, mm-hmm. and that was not an April Fool's Day thing. That was just a real thing that we wanted to try, but apparently it was something overseas. And now they're back with Butterfinger mayo. Yeah, fuck, this rules. This yeah. is cooling for me. yeah. And this wasn't some like big, like this wasn't some like big campaign moment for them. I think it was just like a, like a single post. Like, yeah, this is like pretty low effort. The mock-up's not even that good. The mock-up like, is not even remotely. Good. Which I I honestly think it's better to yeah, like. Yeah, it's clear that they didn't spend it, like, a ton of time on. Yeah, this. can you think about the poor like Bud Light intern they had just like cranking away on that mock-up for hours and en- on end? Yeah, they probably looked at like the multiple creative, design yeah. reviews. And for the that, yeah, the creative team who did that. Mm-hmm. This one's great because yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. here it is. Like it's not that good. Like oh, it's really bad. Butterfinger mayo. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would try it honestly if they rolled it out. I mean, it looks delicious. I mean, one thing that's interesting here is that they they posted this on March thirty first at ten a.m. Good. So they you know they didn't even Hellman's doesn't give a fuck. They were just like, let's just rock this. Yeah, that's that's great. That's Butterfinger like, Hellman's. That's 
a brand attitude that mm. I want to fuck with. I will say I would like if they if brands started to like use this as like seeding for ideas. Like if enough people responded positively to this, I feel like they could go they should and could go ahead and make it. No, I I disagree wholeheartedly. I yeah. think I think this should be a throwaway day. I think this should be just throw just your the, ideas the, the dumbest, craziest out there. The, yeah, the dumbest, craziest ideas. Put them out there. Um, also, I don't think any of these ideas are that dumb. That's kind of my problem true. with a lot of them. They're like mostly ideas that like they they did an orange chocolate mayo in four months ago. Yeah, and this is what is this chocolate peanut butter? What's Butterfinger like? It's like peanut butter nougat or something. Yeah, yeah. Like would that be? It's basically Nutella. To yeah. a certain extent, it'd be delicious. One thing I did notice is a trend this year, which I don't remember happening before, is brands coming together. Yeah. So like this is Heilman's and Butterfinger. Both 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 brands post on their individual feeds, mm-hmm. and then even do some of the like Instagram yeah. co posting. And I felt like there was a decent amount of that. Well, Alex, now more than ever, we need brand unity. That's right. In a world so divided, we need the brands to come together to show us that we as people can come together. Yeah. Um, great. Um, so what do you what do you give that one? I would say this is cool one. You're saying this is cool? I'll, I'll also go with that one. For the fact that it is a low res. It, uh, feel, it feels a little low budget. It feels like they didn't really give a fuck that much. Yes. Um, I like that spirit. Keep it up. It's a bit of a shit post as yeah. far as this is like. This could have been done... That would be my push for every single brand out there. Just just shit post on April Fool's Day. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Don't try to make this look like particularly like. Yeah, you're quick. not gonna win a big brand moment. There's so much shit out there. It's so saturated. Yeah, just be absurd and do something crazy. The next one is an is from Kotex. It's an American brand of menstrual hygiene products. So for April Fool's Day, is you ready? What they did? Yeah, they wanted to take a swipe at period myths and stigmas such as the one about constant chocolate cravings. So they created pad-shaped chocolates. Yeah, I'm here for it. The raspberry-filled candies come in pack of 24, <laughs> one for every hour of the day. All right, that's pretty sick. That's cool one. We love that, <laughs> that shit. That one works for you? Love the raspberry filling. That's a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, to be honest, yeah. I mean, again, like that one works for me because it's weird and bizarre. And are, they, like are they actually going to sell it? But it's I feel so like they should weird actually sell and bizarre one. that like it actually, it actually works. You know what I mean? Like it actually yeah. goes to another level of like it needs to be weird to work. Yeah, like, and they got a thing. nice concept behind it too. Yeah, it it, it does work. Like for um, every hour, like for every hour in the day, like that's kind of yeah. that's good concept. Um, yeah, I fuck with the raspberry filling, and it's got a decent mock-up, and you know, kind of looks like a, a you know a pretty funny idea. Yeah, cool, and and let's make this one real, Kotex. Let's let's do the thing. Let's uh let's put yeah. this into production because I think this would be a hit. Yeah, Kevin, I'm gonna switch up the flow here. You ready for my next one? Yeah, JetBlue, the New York-based budget airline. Which I don't think of JetBlue as a budget airline. Are they budget? Because I just booked a flight there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think JetBlue <laughs> is a pretty high quality um i think I, I don't think it's high i wouldn't say i think it's like mids yeah it's not but it's, it's not, not spirit not low, yeah it's not spirit okay so uh they they're new york based also i mean i don't know if i know that to be yeah true cool. but good for them good for them um so they are offering a new route between jfk and LaGuardia airports because there's uh no way no better way to get from uh, one new york airport to the other than a JetBlue flight when subways are delayed and our roads are often congested. Yeah, traffic. Ha ha. Yeah, what do you think there? Uh this one's fooling. This is this is pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, did, did anyone think of that or see that and be like, oh, wow, what a, what a wild, what a funny idea. Yeah, let me go from one really inconvenient zone to another <laughs> more inconvenient zone. Yeah, that's a real nightmare situation. Like, I, they're going from JFK to LaGuardia. I don't know who thought that that was a funny idea. Yeah. Um, moving on, that's that's full one. Right? Is that the yeah, contract? Yeah, we're, that's full one. Okay. Um, Welch's, the uh, snack food brand, launch a air-fried Brussels sprouts flavor, Welch's veggie snacks. Real I... mouth-watering Brussels sprouts in every bite. I thought this one was kind of nice. I, I think there's a little bit too much going on there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't need air-fried. I think they should have just did, like, just do fruit gummy, but mm-hmm. Brussels sprout, and then... You know, that's that's cool. Um, I'm going to give this one a fool in because a little bit too much sauce going on there. How, oh, the mock-up? Um, the, not even the mock-up. I can't see the mock-up. I don't have a laptop. But um, wow, I just thought that like the air fried, like, and I, I think this idea is actually good. Like I, again, would love to see this in the, in the real world. But yeah. I think they could have simplified it, just yeah. kept it Brussels sprout or like, um, they also veggie gummy. On, yeah, they also launch us on March thirtieth. Um, yeah, I mean, there the video is a little unnecessary here. It just has like Brussels sprouts like up and down, um, sort of just like floating in the air. And then on April first, they posted, um, "Okay, okay, you got us!" Exclamation point. Happy April Fools, everyone! All right, if you have to say you got us <laughs> for your April Fools' Day, yeah. You're not the one fooling. You're yeah. getting fooled. You're yeah. getting fooled on. Like if you like, it should be like we got you. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing, just as a sidebar here. I rarely put together in my brain that Welch's Soda and Welch's Fruit Snacks are the same company. There's a Welch's Soda. Yeah, like Welch's Grape Juice. Oh, the juice. Yeah, there's like a juice. Yeah, yeah. You know? Do you ever do you think of those as the, coming from the same company? Like for whatever reason, I don't connect Welch's. Fruit snacks and Welch's fruit juice, which is like stupid, but like I don't know why my brain, my brain is broken. Uh, moving on, Kevin. This one I I actually think is maybe my contender for my favorite one uh, that was done, and this is where you and I disagree. I think your favorites are the ones that have done the worst, and mine are my favorites are the ones that are done the best. This one has done really really well, and it's from Eos and Ritz. It is a um, they're they're te- they teamed up to bring the buttery and salty taste of Ritz crackers to fans' lips all day while providing moisture and protection. And so, um, the reason why I like this is because it's it's pretty unexpected. I think Ritz crackers makes your mouth dry, and Eos is there to make your lips moist. And then on the Eos products Instagram page, they actually did like a legit product mock-up package, mm-hmm. and then they put it in someone's hand. And sort of, uh, you know, sort of it made it look like it was actually a real product uh, yeah. and a new flavor. And they did a pretty good photo shoot, basically of just like EOS sitting on top of. Yeah, no, they they did this one well. Yeah. I uh, this I think this might be the first one that I saw on April Fools. So yeah. it had like it had some of that like new new joke energy where I was like, okay, they came. You in know, early. I was like, it made me question if it was real or not, and mm-hmm. I I liked that. I like it when that happens. Um, yeah, but. Well, oh, when you get got. Like, yeah, well, I, like, oh. I felt like I got a little bit got on this mm-hmm. one. Because I was like, is that real? Like, I can't yeah. really tell. And then I'd, like, check the date. And mm-hmm. sure enough, it wasn't real. Um, but, you know, I think there is something to be said for 
jokes that are done you yeah. know, to the to the good extent. And you know, for that reason, I'll say uh, this one's cool and yeah, I like it too. Um, I also you know talking about how brands are posting. This is another co-post where mm-hmm. Ritz and EOS products both posted it on Instagram together. And uh, interesting fact here, Ritz Crackers, 142,000 followers on Instagram. EOS Chapstick, 1.7 mil. Wow, good yeah, for them. So, um, this these, is, these legacy brands are having a hard time getting, uh, yeah. getting with it. No, it's interesting. Yeah, and a brand like EOS, which, yeah, I guess is, is... I feel like even they're not like a super modern brand, but I guess they hit probably in a post-social media world. Like Ritz Crackers is a legacy brand to your point. Yeah. Um, I thought this was really well done. I thought the packaging looked good. And one thing I didn't love is that on the Die Line story, it says this product is not real. Oh, yeah. I thought that. I thought that was the worst part of that's, it. That's, in the, in that's the not great. bottom left-hand corner. Can't be spilling your joke. <sighs> I mean, it's and for that reason, I'm flipping it to a fool in because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't be giving away the joke like that. Yep. Next, moving on is Sprite. Um, they posted on Twitter. We finally figured it out. Limited edition McDonald's Sprite. It hits different. It has a green can with a giant yellow McDonald's logo, and at the top it says "Spicy Sprite." Yeah, I mean this this fucking slaps. This is probably the best one, um, in my opinion. Like they're not trying to get anybody, but like. I don't. I there's just like a different type of energy coming from this one. It's okay. like people whoever did this is like tapped in. Like they know. Like they're tapped into the internet. They're tapped into the culture. They know the memes about McDonald's Sprite and how you know it, mm. it, it hits different. Mm. Um, they know. They know all the lore around McDonald's Sprite, which you know, look it up for yourself. Um, but got it. I I thought this one was really successful and like mm. the package design was cool and. Yeah. Apparently, it caused some stir on the internet, which is what you want to do as a brand. Yeah. I was here for it. This is a cool one. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, as a guy that like has a pretty large cringe, sort of, you know, sort of a tolerant, I have a, you have a low cringe tolerance mm-hmm. for people trying to tap into internet, you know, conversations, slash yeah. things. And um, to your point, I wasn't as tapped in as McDonald's was or as Sprite was here mm-hmm. with this idea, which is like based on this uh, internet con- conversation that Sprite at McDonald's is like spicier, right? Or it's like it's it, charged, it's up. charged up. And some people say it feels crazy. It feels wild. It's so powerful. And so they kind of took that internet conversation and then brought it to April Fool's Day. Yeah, the funniest part about the McDonald's Sprite mm-hmm. like internet conversation is yeah. that, to my knowledge, the joke is people dipping their balls in McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And so, yeah, and so it's just like people, yeah, people say that it, it does wild things. Yeah, it says it's, it's got a lot of power. Hits, hits different. Hits different. And so I think that could that could have been done really cheesy. Like that could have been super cheesy and. Um, it, didn't, it it doesn't read that way to me. Yeah, I think cool. the ones the ones that I like the most are like kind of self aware. Like yes. they're not like yes, they're not like overtly. Mm-hmm. There's I don't know. There's some like line in there where it's like they're not being overtly mm-hmm. like you know pushing the their brand. They're making a comment on culture. They're like do, yeah, they're, they're doing ta- something. They're they've got, in. Yeah, they've got something some other aspect. And yeah. it's not just like a oh yeah new flavor. Yeah, no, it's smart. It's good. Um, and this, that came from, uh, high snobiety is mm-hmm. where I'm reading this article about sort of like the best and worst reactions to McDonald's spicy Sprite 
April Fool's Day post. So if you can get High Snobiety, a very credible cultural yeah. fashion <laughs> media company, to write about the reactions to your April Fool's Day, you won. Yeah. Like you go. so I think that that you're probably right. That's probably the winner of, of the group. Um moving on. We got, there's just so many, Kevin, to choose from. Let's go. Magic Spoon rebrands as Magic Strewn. Um, this story also came from the dial line. Magic Spoon is the uh, you know, I would say the brand that probably gets the credit for starting the new modern, healthier cereal craze. Is that a craze? Yeah. I mean, there's just so many brands out there right now that look like Magic Spoon knockoffs. Yeah. And, you know, I think everyone in America loves cereal. They love sugary cereals. And I think if I've learned anything over the last 10 years is that everything that we love needs to be reinvented with marginally better <laughs> yeah. credentials. Yeah. You up the price. Yep. And slightly up the quality. And you hire a great design studio. So shout out to Gander, who did the original yeah. Magic Spoon packaging. One of the best. Shit's good. Great. Up the price. Hire a design studio. <laughs> this is You ready? We're giving out a free game right here. You ready? Find, go to the supermarket. Walk around the aisles. Find, find, some, find a category or find a product that has no cool new brand. So I was talking about laxatives, bro. You hire a great design studio. First, you got to put together a deck. Get a little bit of money from some venture capital person. Hire a great design studio. Put that thing out in the world. Change the health credit. Make it marginally healthier. Boom. Yeah, and then sell to the brand that you marginally improved on. That's right. Exactly. The conglomerate. And the, that's how you make generational wealth. There it is. People, come on. Kevin and I just laid it all out there for you. I mean, stop the podcast right now. Just get working on your business plan. Yeah, get to it. Um, Magic Spoon rebrands is Magic strewn and so they want to make cereal fun again which um, never ceases to be awful um they <laughs> yeah. are innovating at the breakfast table with a new piece of tableware called the magic strewn essentially it is a combination of a spoon and a straw so that's where the strewn comes from yep and it is a cereal eating apparatus that's uh fun and comes in a sort of a rainbow iridescent type color and uh basically it allows you to both eat cereal uh, the old-fashioned way with the spoon, but also dip it in there and kind of use it as a straw. Yeah, you get, it's, it's a spoon and a straw. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought this this one also kind of got me because I was like, yeah. well, is this real? Because, like, it probably should be. Like, yeah. I don't know. It seems like if you had a brand like Magic Spoon, you'd probably release this as, like, some sort of limited run product. But, Agreed. Um. Uh, is it real? It, I don't know. It's a tough one. I think it's actually real. I think they actually sold them. Well, that's cool. That's that's good then. But like, just shut up about rebranding your business to Magic Strewn. That's the part where I, I, I it all falls apart. Because I, I think you're right. Like, there's nothing pranky about this. This is a real product that actually rules. It's yeah. A, it's innovation. Like, and it's fucking. Uh, I mean, fuck, it's not it's, innovation. I've seen I've seen it before. Oh, you've seen a Strewn before? Yeah. I've not. It's the first time I've ever seen a spoon and a straw together. Um, so to me, this is, this is breakthrough technology and they, they should sell these and they should just, they, and they, they did sell them. They sold out apparently. I'm looking on the Instagram and, uh, there's nothing April Fool's Day prank about this. This is just a good idea that they put out there. The only thing that's a prank is the fact that they rebranded from magic spoon to magic strewn, which I'm going to be honest, that's awful. That's just the worst part of all Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. So just launch your iridescent spoon straws and uh, and please send me one because I'd love to try it. Sounds sick. <laughs> so 
So I, I'm, this is cool and for me, but I think that that I the, the rebranding part is the thing that really. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna abs- I'm abstaining from this one. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Sour Patch Kids, Kevin. I don't even know if this is on, no, on this your radar. Wasn't, this wasn't on the list. Ready for a twist? Sour Patch Kids and Auntie Anne's pretzels. Hashtag April Fools. <laughs> Give it away. Just busted right there. <laughs> just just right busted there. right there. Right there. Retweet if you want to make this fake product a reality. Ready for this one? Dash the intern. Okay. That yeah, we start love, to get yeah, some. There you go. You get some cred here because this uh, is. The intern most definitely did not post that. No, this is an agency. So it's Sour Patch Kid Pretzels. Bring the mic down a little bit. I'm not entirely sure what this is. I guess these are Sour Patch Kids in the shape of pretzels that... I couldn't think of a worse combination, combination for <laughs> simply just getting stuck in your teeth. Yeah. Um, Hooters responded back. They said, where can I get an intern? <laughs> That's a funny response to that post. Thank, um, thank you, Hooters. We we yeah we needed your input there. Sour Patch Kids um, did not get a ton of engagement on this post. They got uh, 200 likes. Damn, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. How many retweets? <sighs> 21. I guess only 21 people. Sorry, 48. Sorry. Okay, 48 people. Not not the best <laughs> one, but it's uh it's on this list of weirdest things uh, uh brands did. Um man, there's just it, it just never it just th- there's just no shortage well, let's of things. Let's pick a couple more. Okay. I want to I want to talk about the Duolingo one cuz okay, I thought that was a really good one. Um, so, set it up, Kevin. But basically, Duolingo, if you know them on TikTok, they're big big presence. Um they have a lot of fun. They play with their like real mascots. Like they get somebody in that in that big ass costume like probably daily. And they're just really funny. Like they're really good follow. Like probably the brand that's doing the best on social media right now, um, or at least on TikTok. I don't, they are I don't know amazing on TikTok. And the fact is, like, Duolingo is, like, a language. Yeah. Like, teaching, like, website. Yeah, but basically they did a... How did they become the, like, most irreverent voice on TikTok? Because basically it's like, a, like, oh, you didn't do your Duolingo today. Like, you know, like, and then I don't know if it's, like, threaten like they want to incentivize or like you know make you do your language exercise every day no but it's super like it's super i don't know just have whoever's fun. doing yeah it, they just have fun with it i don't great know great job with this i don't know how it came or how it came to be or yeah. who's behind it well i know it's the duolingo team like i would love to in-house. see speaking of like conference talks i'd love to see the like creative director i would love duolingo, to see that out like talking about how they how this all came to be because i agree with you this i mean it's honestly it's probably not that deep like (laughs) it's probably like there's a story you know it's there's a story i'm sure there's a story but like Mm -hmm. it you know it's probably not like a fucking like rounds and rounds of strategy it's probably just like hey let no somebody's probably just like hey let me get in this suit and like let's you know have this fun have have fun um so what's april fool's (laughs) anything get back to april fool's um one of the funny things to do is they have a crush on uh, Dua Lipa. Of course they should. They should. Yeah. <laughs> and they make some hilarious content around that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but uh, they made a s- satirical spoof on a like lawyer infomercial. Yes. And basically they were saying like, oh, if you've been you know, hurt or threatened by the Duolingo bird for not um, completing your language assignments, like you're entitled to settlements. And they just, it's just like really funny. And like, I wouldn't say this is like a, I like this one because it wasn't so much like an April Fool's got them. It was just like they took the opportunity to make a funny piece of content because 
like why the hell not you know yeah no uh kevin you showed me this video and I don't want to say it's the first time I've ever seen a sort of fake lawyer infomercial because it's certainly not. No, but not. They, they always hit. But they did a pretty good job with it. And uh, to our earlier point, it did seem like they had been setting this up. Pro- I mean, this is not something they just like came up with. This is um, this required a lot of work. and Yeah, it required some work. It required some work and a script. Yes. But um, they did. They they killed it. And like I loved, I loved how it wasn't like a, mm-hmm. like a fucking... Oh, here's a fake product. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think you're probably giving them more credit because you love what they do on TikTok, which is totally justified. That's how everything mm-hmm. works. Um, T-Mobile introduced new Bagenta. So this is a new color for the brand. On the left side, it has before, and the right side, it says new Bagenta. Sorry, original Magenta. And then on the right side, it says new Bagenta, and they are the exact same color. Yeah, I saw this one and I was like, oh, this is totally fooling. But mm-hmm. um, to be honest, like, I just kind of love how it's just so low effort. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it, it feels really dry. So yeah, I, and I think that's yeah, really nice because yeah. in a sea of fucking Bud Light uh, tea time fucking drinks, yeah. you know, to just make one single post about, oh, we, you know, new magenta. And it's like, yeah, it seems know. pretty uh, <laughs> lackluster. And thrown together. So I love it. So therefore, it's so bad that Kevin loves it. I'm trying to pull up this new one. It's native and fresh, like, baked by Melissa. I didn't see that one. Yeah, this one looks self-care, bakery, collab. Well, if it's not not on the list, I didn't see it. Okay, so then let's not talk about it. Um, Krispy Kreme launched a uh, perfume in the shape of a donut and uh, it says, uh, Hot Krispy Kreme, L'Original, number 12. Yeah. Um, Where do you find this, Kev? Where do you find this? I have no fucking idea. Um, it just feels loose. Maybe like USA Kreme. Today or something, or some fucking like Good Morning America mm-hmm. website. Um, I thought this one was kind of nice. Like, fresh Krispy Kreme smells so fucking good. Yeah. And if if you could smell like a fresh Krispy Kreme, I think you probably should. This kind of reminds me of like what brands used to do on April Fools. Like just kind of like whip up a mock up of some idea that like is so ridiculous that no one's going to, you know, like everyone's going to be so clear that's April Fools. And uh yeah, it did pretty well. It got 27,000 likes. Nice. And, uh, with sweet notes of fresh vanilla creme, the smooth scent envelops the senses and leaves you smelling hot and fresh like an OG. Eau de Glaze Parfume comes in a classic ring-shaped bottle. Design is exclusively available online at the link in our bio. I don't know if they're selling this, but um, yeah. I mean, they got 1.8 million Instagram followers, Krispy Kreme, so shout out to them. Yeah, good for them. And uh, yeah, I think it's a... a, um, uh, To me, this feels like... Somehow feels dated. I don't know. It just feels maybe, like maybe it was last year. I don't know. Maybe I, fu- little, maybe I fucked up. No, I, Kevin, it, it was posted uh, earlier this week. So oh, cool, great. Uh, Yingling, I'm good at my job. Uh, did a, uh, a a body wash, Yingling, uh, body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. Um, kind of looks a little bit like Old Spice. Yeah, and it looks again just kind of like a mock up, and. Unclear where it was came from, Kevin. Yeah, I mean this one's full and I don't really Yeah, don't we don't like this it. one either. I agree. It's, it's kinda like boring. the worst of the worst of 
both worlds where it's like poorly done and just like a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, there has to be some sense of a good idea. Speaking of, Kevin, Bush. I don't fully understand this one, so okay. you might need to explain. I got you here. I th- from the small little smidget of research paragraph that I skimmed. Mm. Um, basically, uh, peeing on trees can affect the, you know, the environment or the ecosystem around it. You know, it could cause diseases to them or like I don't mm-hmm. know what whatever it does. It's not good. It's like not quote. It's quote unquote not good. Okay. Um, for to be pissing on trees and uh, bush said don't pee on a tree mm. pee in a bush and they released okay. a uh, a funnel that fits perfectly in a can of bush okay that you can pee into mm. and do go about your business so it's just a funnel it's it turns a bush beer into a urinal yep essentially mm-hmm. um why <laughs> why might classify this as in innovation i'm call me crazy um, it looks like everybody could use it. I think as a brand marketer, I, de- I don't know if I necessarily want to make the connection between peeing and my product, yeah, peeing pe- into my product. Peeing in your piss beer. Yeah, because this bu- bush light has already has a, um, uh, a a taste that is familiar to urine. Or oh, do you, to you urine. know what urine tastes like? Yeah, I mean, I drink it. At least once or twice a year, um, <laughs> just to keep my. You you're know. you're one of those holistic health guys. That's right, exactly. Um, ayahuasca, drink my own piss, sunning your perineum. Yes, yeah, sunning my perineum, and then you know, sort of. How do you think I got to this position where I'm at? It's true. You got a lot of power. I got. I had to do some crazy things. Um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, probably an idea that someone should have said. You know, maybe no way, not so much. No here. way. I mean, this a they're spreading information about how you probably shouldn't be pissing on trees, which is you know that is interesting information. That I did it's not environmental. Have. It's environmentally valid. Mm-hmm. We like that. I do like that they are donating to the nonprofit organization One Tree Planted with this. So mm-hmm. I think that is a nice touch. If you are going to do some sort of real product and you're going to sell it on April Fool's Day, have a nice little uh, connection back to a real charity and for sure for. Um, Doing something for good, Kevin. I'm gonna who, throw a couple more at you. Hold up. They but who, who's out here? Who's out here? Uh, only making twelve ounces of piss. Oh God, I see what you're saying. Like, I need at least a tall boy. There, you know, when you gotta go, at you're least. gonna make a lot more. You can make at least like <sighs> three of them. Makes sense, Kevin. Um, we got there's just never, literally, a I know, never but, ending yeah, list of the things. Thing with so. the podcast is we can choose when we're done. That is interesting. I got two more for you, Kevin. Um, Bonza. Did you see what they did? Yeah, I didn't even understand this one. That's why we need to talk about it. So the post starts with April Fool's exclamation point, which is always a good way to know. Yeah, just bust immediately. Tap the link in our bio and use code April Fool's 2022 to take 4.01 off your next Bonza order. So that's just a promo code. Cool. Introducing. We like a promo code. Just the sauce. There's on-the-go sauces for people who like their meals hot, sweet, and salty. But what about cheesy? Meet our new portable, squeezable, and oh-so-cheesable sauce packets that make every food taste like your most favorite food, mac and cheese. Is that a joke? Uh, that's the thing. It doesn't feel funny. There's nothing. There's just there's just sauce packets. I feel like I would cheese. I would actually want a cheese packet. Like, uh-huh. what's the joke? Am I an idiot for wanting 
my uh, wanting cheese on the go. Uh, yeah. I mean, that just feels like, again, innovation. And see, here's the thing. If you have an idea that like borderlines being a good idea, you got to make it. Yeah. Like the magic strewn is a good idea. Like make the product. Yeah. Don't just like make an Instagram like mock up of it. Yeah. I just didn't. There's no joke in this one. There's no joke. There's absolutely no joke. It's, um, speaking of, um, also similar, Oreo did a just the cream Heinz collaboration. Which in feels like they did that last year. Yeah. And like it's weird, but it's also like make it. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Just I would the like cream the cream. Packet. Um, Go out there and make it Heinz and Oreo. Like, how much money between these two companies, Oreo and Heinz? Like, these are huge, huge companies. Go out there and make this. Yeah, why not? It's like an April Fool's Day joke, but it's like, it's not that funny. And it's also not that crazy. And people want it. So just make it. Yeah, go make it. Go make it. Um, what else do we got here, Kevin? What else is on this list? Uh, Sagmeister uh, made clothes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for next week. <sighs> oh, you're, that's not April Fool's Day. We don't have time to talk about Sagmeister's clothes. Sagmeister's uh, fashion for Rain to Fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah. We're uh, not talk- I don't want to talk about You this. don't want to talk about it? We're done. We're okay. Over. White Claw introducing White Paw. A non-alcoholic seltzer for dogs. All right, we're now you and Fido can enjoy White Claw together. Wow. Hashtag White Paw. Hashtag April Fools. Wow. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, do you want me to stop? Yes. I can keep I going. would like you to stop. Um hmm. please stop. Papa John's and please hot stop. noodle. Please stop. Instant please noodles stop. and pizza.